Hey everybody, it's me, J-Caps, the, the person who does this podcast, and you are listening to The World According to J-Caps, the title of the podcast. What else can I say? Thank you so much for hanging out. Um, I'm going to probably ramble about something. I don't have any plan about what's going to come next, so that's the type of podcast you're signing up for. And that's why... Who knows? The show might be good or might be bad. And that's my singing endorsement of my own show, The World According to J-Caps. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Anyway, um, I was going to talk about how last week I was um, I was going on and on about how I'm going to quit everything and become a cover musician, you know, and... Yeah, yeah, we all had a great big laugh about it. What a stupid idea, right? What a dumb idea. But at the same time, I went and bought myself a Rickenbacker 325 C64 guitar, uh, the exact same one that John Lennon used to have. So I'm doubling down on the doing a covers band you're still saying it's a bad idea? In my heart, no, I know that, but it's but I am but I I couldn't help myself and today. And you know, I don't have the money for a guitar like that. I don't know why I'm doing this shit. Like it's ridiculous. It's truly a midlife crisis style move to for me even to go in the store and pick a guitar like that up. But you know what I mean? Like you only live once. YOLO. I I have to return to to uh, honestly um an acronym that I rarely follow. I don't know, do I? No, I was trying to I was trying to you only live once on degrading animals. Now I'm thinking about I'm wagering whether I should you only live once about being a co- a, a guy who plays cover songs. <laughs> I really don't know what I'm thinking with this idea, but you know what I do enjoy playing the cover songs, or at least the 30 to 35 seconds I can get right when I play a cover song. That's the other thing. I'm making no great claim of my musical prowess. I really hope everyone understands that. Um, But I am going to play the songs. I'm going to try to play them correctly. I'm going to give it a college try like you've never seen before. Um, I mean, I mean, I think so. Anyway, today, even even though like mere days ago, I bought a Rickenbacker, uh, three twenty five C sixty four guitar, right? A guitar that just rolls off the tongue. You know, instead of like a Fender Stratocaster, I got a Rickenbacker three twenty five C sixty four. Right now, it's like a it's named like a modern art piece, right? So. But it is a fucking cool guitar. One of the best parts about it is that it's a very small scale guitar. Most of the, I don't know if you know, but J-Caps is a real, he's, I'm only like three feet tall in person. I'm very small. Um, but so normal guitars, it's like I'm trying to chop down a tree trunk with the size of the fucking guitars. It's crazy. One time I saw, and I, and I used to talk about this shit a lot. But I used to talk about being into the band Sonic Youth, and the lead singer of that 
band is like actually nine feet tall, and he plays a a guitar called a jazz master. Though his music is the furthest thing from from jazz. I mean, if you listen to Sonic Youth, you will not hear something like this. A band like Sonic Youth is incapable of ever doing anything remotely like this. This requires, like, actual skill on the instrument. And what what Sonic Youth does is, like, um, it's like a, a juggling act. In any case, no, but I did like that band Sonic Youth, but they, but they played a jazz master, a Fender Jazz Master. And that guitar is... It's like the size of a jet. It's a very humongous guitar. Like, my little baby fingers couldn't even push down half of the fret, is what I'm saying. It's like, if I hold this guitar, it looks like when you give a six-year-old a guitar, and it's like twice the size of them, and they can barely, like, wrap their hands around it. So, it turns out that John Lennon himself played a baby-style guitar. Like, this guitar... The Rickenbacker ES, wait, no, the Rickenbacker 325C64. Jesus Christ, how the hell am I going to remember that? How, am I, how the hell am I, am I, do I have the balls to come on this podcast and even try to recite the name of that? I'm so scared of screwing the name of that thing up. I am having a very good time with it, though. So I think that um, one of the things they say, they always like to make fun of people for doing midlife crisis style purchases and again like this guitar is not i paid two thousand for it all right honestly thank you two thousand dollars because i sold two guitars at the same time and i cut down the price by like another thousand dollars um i sold a guitar called this is Guitar Talk. You're listening to the, the Guitars According to J-Caps. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Guitars According to J-Caps, where J-Caps recites a, a brand, Fender, and then a series of numbers and lev- letters, the 27GS234 Turbo Guitar by Fender, or is it's the Rickenbacker... 325C64 C-section That's what I hear The Rickenbacker C-section This guitar's tone will literally Cut a hole From your girlfriend's pussy All the way up through her belly Releasing several children That were locked up inside of her The the Rickenbacker The Rickenbacker C-section At guitar stores today you never knew these riffs could tear up a pussy like that. Well, now you do. That's right. Anyway, these are some ads that we're thinking of doing for the for the guitar section. So, um, somebody I asked somebody I had a contest with my friend, another guitar nerd who we'll soon have on the show. But uh, wow, who who knew that I was going to turn? I was going to do a heel turn from animals straight to guitars and find that. Guitars are also, I can also be somewhat marginally funny when I talk about this subject area. No, well, yeah, for sure, though, for sure, though, I'm going to actually turn into a guitar talk head in this episode, at least, because I asked my friend what guitar he thought I was going to get. And this guy goes, 
<laughs> Dude, and this guy fucking goes, the Gibson ES-335. I mean, can you fucking believe that shit? The ES-335. He thought I would get an ES-335 or a casino, right? Unfortunately, the casino doesn't have any numbers. But the guitar I actually sold them was a Gretsch 3161 Historic Series, which I got in the year 2000 and um, is now a vintage. It's also a vintage guitar. So I know I know I can hear you guys like, all right, already stop talking about the guitars because that's stupid. But, um, you know, I wanted to uh, I'm not going to stop. I can't stop. Won't stop um, about the guitars. But I do think it was time for a reset because, you know, you do 10 minutes up top about nonsense. You want to eventually clear the palate and go on to something else. You know, it's like even what's his name? Even that stupid loser Colbert does 10 minutes up top about whatever political bullshit that he's talking about. He's going on about. Um, so I can talk about guitars for at least 10 minutes before everyone, you know, turns the, the thing off. Because, but in any case, tonight we are brought to you once again by Google the News. Google the News. The new, the new Google the News is an easy thing anybody can do on their home computer. In fact, we uh, here are getting... Um, we're we're not doing a special. In fact, we're no we're not even affiliated at all with Google, but we did find out about it. This thing called Google, and actually, this is a different commercial. You guys might have heard about using Google, right? But check it out. There's this thing on Google. If you Google, if you Google Google space Chrome, we are actually doing a hashtag promotion. Download the fast, secure processor or something. What is it? What is this thing? A browser? It's something. Listen, you got to get it, okay? I heard about it, and it is... I honestly I honestly use it. I, I'm not even kidding. So it goes google.com slash chrome, download chrome, and right now they're doing um, a special about it. They're actually doing... Uh, for early adopters, you can preview... Chrome beta and also um, this is going to be big actually also that's very stupid also that's so dumb to say that Google is like a big sponsor of the show I'm very upset with me for doing something like that but I actually we are up to the part where we do Google the news and uh, so without further ado we are going to actually, we actually do have to download Chrome. We have, we actually have to download. Also, this is the exact, I think I did this exact same bit last episode. That's the, that's the part that I want to acknowledge about this exact thing that's happening right now. I did say that we were sponsored by Google News. So anyway, Richard Ferrio. The army veteran who disarmed the Club Q gunman. Oh, this is fucking uncool. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but an unchill thing happened. I did not like to hear about this. There was actually a shooting, believe it or not. A lot of times on this show, we actually do cover 
all of the things that have been going on. And I just want to say that we aren't, you can't make fun of us for being totally out of touch because we finally did order. Guys, we actually finally did um, look at the news and um, check it out. In Colorado, there was an LGBTQ club that got, they, there was people who got murdered there and it's not cool. I'm not even like what you thought that I was going to be like, hooray. No, you fucking scumbags. You think that? No, dude, this is a terrible fucking horrible thing. And um, there was the guy, the guy fucking saved the day. So honestly, Richard Farrow, I just want to say something. You're the fucking man, dude. You saved the day. And so anyway, that happened. So that was the first story. Um, yeah, that was the first story. And that's not cool. And, um, you know, what happened? Like, honestly, what exactly? Why did they shoot the club up again? What was the the reason? They were they were also oh, they were like fucking anti-gay. This is the reason why. Who did it? The guy who was the guy who did it? I oh, actually, this just in. It turns out the guy who fucking shot this club up, he was threatening to th- to shoot shit up like for a long time, and actually went to jail or like went to like um fucking got arrested like a like a week before, and was all heated like I'm. He's he he literally was like, watch me, motherfuckers. I'm about to shoot something up real soon. And the cops let him go and didn't even follow up on this shit. And lo and behold, he fucking did it. And thank God for Richard Fierro, who fucking killed. I guess he choked him out, I think. So Richard Fierro was at the club and like just doing his thing. You know what I mean? Like, this is the thing. It's like it was a gay club. Everyone's having a good time. Richard Fierro, I guess, was just doing his thing. And he hears this guy try to fucking shoot the whole place up. And I think what happened was he, like, arm wrestled him down or something like that. And he just fucking disabled him. And I don't know if he, like... But what I think happened was, like, the guy was trying to shoot the whole club up. And Richard Fierro came up behind him and did one of those neck twist moves. Like, crackle! And just crackled his head off and then the cops were able to come and bring him to justice and i think that like the guy fucking totally ripped like his fucking what is it like that muscle that holds your head up like if you think about your neck your neck is comprised of three things your spinal cord and the two muscles on the sides that go from your ear down to like the pit of your neck right and those three things are all that's holding your head onto your rib cage. And thankfully, Richard Fierro was able to get behind this guy and just fucking tear his entire spinal cord off of his head and rips those two muscles off, getting the guy back for fucking trying to shoot the club up. And dude, you're a motherfucking national hero, and I salute you, dude. I wish... I wish I had the fucking balls to fucking tear a guy's neck off. That fucking rules, dude. I wish. Um, so, but hell yeah, dude. I hope that guy. I hope that guy rots in hell with his neck barely hanging by a tendon off of his rib cage. Fuck him, dude. All right, next news uh, story. Um, reality TV's Chrisley's sentence for bank fraud and tax. Oh, hold on a second. Just want to say, by the way. 
I got through that whole last story with literally not even opening the website for it. So, so fucking, I didn't even mean to hit that. So I meant, hell yes, dude. I didn't even, literally didn't even look at the news article once for that. I just fucking did that off the dome, dude. Hell yeah. So the other thing is re- uh, reality TVs. This is the next news story. Reality TVs, Chrisley's sentenced for bank fraud and tax evasion. Who the fuck are these people? All right, I had no idea. Who the fuck are the Chrisleys? What the fuck is the Chrisleys? It's these plastic-looking people. The guy's in a bow tie and a fucking tuxedo. What a loser. And this ugly bitch. So these are the who the Chrisleys are, named Todd and Julie Chrisley, sentenced to federal prison, reality stars. What the fuck did these people do? This fucking... Check this shit out, dude. This fucking website right here, Google News, they're literally about to make me click on a link. So I downloaded fucking Google Chrome. I had to do this episode. And I open it up and I go to Google News like they told me to. Um, And then I see this. First episode was fine. I I knew what it was. It was the um, Richard Fierro. I had heard about that already. So I could look at the headlines and I just like know everything about it. But the next article was called Reality TV's Chrisley's Sentence for Bank Fraud and Tax Evasion. And I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Todd and Julie Chrisley sentenced to federal prison reality? What in the fuck is this? Stupid, what is this? And the next article, Chrisley trial set for Monday, couple expected to be sentenced, a Todd and Julie Chrisley sentenced to federal prison for tax evasion class. It's like, what the fuck did they do already? Just say it. Just say what they did so I can understand what this article is about. Reality TV's Chrisley's sentenced for bank fraud and tax evasion. What does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? Who are these people? <laughs> Felt good at the time, guys. I don't know. I didn't want to have to click on. That's the thing. That's, so the idea there was I didn't want to have to. I, okay, okay. I figured it out. I'm, this is why I'm pissed off. And I'm just going to sound off. Google News is great. I like it. So far, I've been using it for like a few seconds. Like, I'm going to use it for a few minutes in this episode. And it's cool and all, but it doesn't tell you enough about the headlines. Like, it just tells the headlines. And I just want to see what the thing's about also. Like, if they could just add a paragraph underneath the... So I don't have to click on any links... Because that's the gimmick, guys. I don't want to click on any links for... I thought it was funny. I thought that idea was funny. So... That's on me. But let's get to the next story. Rail workers at biggest union split on contract. Strike potential unclear. What the fuck's happening with the rail workers? Looks like we're going to have to click on the link. But hopefully it's not one of those websites that make me have to pay for the link because I'm not going to do it. All right. So freight rail workers at the biggest unions split over their contract deal, raising the specter of a strike. Okay. So I have to ask something because I don't know it yet. I don't know this yet. And hopefully someone in the studio audience will 
know the answer to this question, but when they say the biggest unions, do they still mean like Jimmy Hoffa and stuff? Like in that movie, The Irishman? Because I'll be honest, I don't want to mess with any people. I don't want to say something wrong about the big, like somebody in the union, and then, you know, somebody's got to pay me a visit at the house. You know what I mean? I don't want, I don't want to invite, it's bad enough with like, you know, pseudo being afraid of getting canceled as like some type of um, existential worry that like your genuine creative um, expression is under scrutiny to look into it for like intentionally bad, like, you know, in like without like good faith in bad faith. But at the other in the other direction, you know, what happens if I say something about the freight rail workers and their big union split of their contract deal and somebody over from the unions needs to pay me a visit? You know what I mean? Like, uh, like he's like, oh, you know, I'll stop. By, you know, you say one more thing, Jake Haps, and uh, we're you and I are going to have to have a thumb wrestle. I'm like. What does that mean, a thumb wrestle? I never heard that slang before. Is that like some Midwest thing? I don't understand, but I don't want to know about it. So, but I will go forward. Workers at the Brotherhood of Locomotive Engineers and Train Men voted for the deal. The Smart-TD union voted it down. Damn, I didn't realize how many unions were out there. These guys are all like gangs. It's like the Brotherhood of Locomotive Engineers. That sounds like the Brotherhood of locomotive engineers what are they like all still dressed in old-timey train hats and then the train men that sounds the train men sounds like a like a reggae band from the 60s it's like it's like you know that song by um by paul simon the mother and child reunion like even though that's like a that that's actually their song like the song that they're trying to play is by like the the belmonts or something like some like uh, uh like the whalers like the uh, like the original whalers like that uh, Bob Marley was in like the early early shit so that's what the train men sound like and then the smart dash td union you got to understand smart is ca- in all capital letters and then td is in all capital letters the smart dash td union which and guys don't break my thumbs over this but smart dash td union smell- sounds like the special needs union it's a- why do they call it s- Capital S M A R T dash T D. That's the name. The other two unions have cool names like the Train Men and the Brotherhood of Locomotive Engineers. That's Brotherhood of Locomotive Engineers is an incredible band name. What union name? It rules. The Brotherhood of Locomotive Engineers. Damn, dude. You guys. That's the that's the title of our episode. No, I can't do it. Yes, title of our episode is Brotherhood of Locomotive Engineers. That's an amazing name. Bravo to to that union. That's so the the deal, the trainmen is also good. I like that. The trainmen are cool. Um trainmen fucking that's also, you know, trainmen are also what they call men who run trains. You know, I always heard about people who ran trains. You know, I always heard about that phrase like you'd hear like You'd hear of some train that was getting run and you were like, and by train, and if anyone is unfamiliar, what I mean by trains and running in this euphemistic way now is 
there's this slang that goes, there's this alleged that, that like a woman will be just laying there and all like a, a parade of men, like, like a marathon, like the, the New York marathon, thousands and thousands of men. And they're all running a train on this one woman. And who I guess in the scenario, I've, I'm always wondering, like, is this cool? Like, is that cool with the girl? She wants to do that. That's that's huge. That's a huge undertaking. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. That's wild. Right. But, you know, I myself have never. And I'm honestly I, I'm, I've, I've honestly never done this. I've never actually ran a train on a girl ever. I never did it. Like, I don't that's it seems weird. It seems like what am I going to be getting in line like with a hard on like ready to go and like somebody's literally done plowing the girl right now and then there's a guy behind me that's fucking weird that's weird i've never done that before right but the the uh, union known as the train men it's funny like you got to admit that is a funny name for a union the train men um because of the because it's like it, it sounds like a reggae band at first and then it also you know it's you know it's a lot of guys in in this union so it's just weird that they would name their union the train men <laughs> i guess working on a train you make that joke like the first week a trillion times and then it's just like yeah yeah we get it you think us train men haven't heard that one before a billion years ago and then one guy is like well you know actually it turns out you know uh, the guys who did run trains actually did run trains back in the day. It was just a thing. And it's like it's somehow wrapped into the mystique and mystery of um, locomotive unions. So anyways, so those three those three rail unions, they all split over a contract. And you, you like, honestly, it gets boring from here. But also, I have to assume that there's some type of nefarious business going on because if you saw the the movie um what the hell was it called the irishman interesting the irishman and then the train men you know always talking about um a men with some adjective before right like an adjective like train is a train an adjective i think a train is a noun but train is not an adjective it could be an action, like you could train for something. Thank you. I just made that connection just now. Like I was thinking about the word train, and I was like, yo, you could also think of it this way. Not just um, a train actually, or like a succession of men fucking one woman, but also like to train for something. Yeah, you could also think of it that way. Yeah, it just came to me. So anyway, anyway, I would say, mm. fuck this article. Other than making those jokes, who cares about the rail um, the rail workers? No, no. You guys were still curious. Well, if you're curious, if you're curious about this or any other news stories, please visit our sponsor, Google News, um, also known as Google the News, and AKA. Um, Google. Also, Google mostly just has, if you go to it, it mostly will tell you some of latest thing. In fact, either Google or Apple, one of them, one of them owns Amazon. So really what I would do is I would just look at your phone 
and it'll just tell you what to do. It's one of these things, Google News or a different one, but it's definitely on your phone. And anyway, back to the show. All right, cool. So let's just... Isn't that the fucking the sickest? Can't we just appreciate the fucking news intro? Maybe that's the first. All right, guys, band meeting. All right, band meeting. Time for a band meeting. All right, band meeting. All right, so I'm thinking that I should, I have to learn how to play this, this song. In my with my guitar, I have to learn how to play that. What is it? It's like that the ending part I have to figure out, but it's like that's that's a sick part, dude. I gotta learn how to play that for the covers band a hundred percent, dude. A hundred percent. But um let's just get into the next story. Java Quake kills scores and injures hundreds. Damn. All right. Java Quake. Java Indonesia. Java Quake. That sucks. You know, you do, though. I will say this, though. I will have to say that Indonesia Java Quake kills scores and injures hundreds. That is, there's no fat on that sentence. Like, that is one action-packed sentence. Indonesia, colon, Java, quake, kills, scores, and injures hundreds. It's just like, damn, have you ever had a day like that? Where you quake, kills, scores, and injures hundreds? That's... That's what I call massive. That's massive, bruv. That's massive, bruv. Java Quake scores and injures hundreds. Massive. I agree. That's 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 a new character, Drunk Spencer. That's right. I'm over here. It's um. See, it's uh actually um. I'm taking over. You're you're too drunk to do the show, Spencer. You're just. It's like your blabber mouth. You gotta, you gotta um, sober up, and then you can come back. All right. Sure, bro. That's all right. All right. Anyway, Java Quake kills scores. I think that's the best part. Java Quake kills scores. That's the fucking. That's your band name, or that's an album name. Java Quake kills scores. Scores, scores is like the MVP of. Let's hear it for scores. <laughs> scores may be one of the best words ever. Kills scores. Kills scores and injures hundreds. So as you know, Indonesia did get rocked with a, a massive, massive um, quake. And it happened on the island of Java, which I know, listen, don't fucking act for one second, and I'm serious about everybody fucking listening, don't think for one second that you and I both heard Indonesia Java 
and we both thought thought of coffee. And if you fucking will stand there and say that you didn't, fuck you. You know you're a liar. Because I thought of Indonesia Java, and I was just like, mm, 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 yum, dude. I love, love that. Then I saw Quake, and I was like, no, hell no. But also, Quake is a cool word, and it also rocks, right? Like, so... I it's it's very upsetting to be to enter enter this story with on such an upswing because then it's like then you're then you're in the in the back but you know what I'll tell you something I um I was doing this all wrong and I think I think that we yeah because this story I'm I fucked it up because Indonesia Java Quake kills scores and injures hundreds is actually. It's it is by the BBC, so I am actually not qualified to even say a simple a single thing about it or a simple thing. The baby say news. Indonesia Java quite kills scores and injures hundreds. That's right. Here at the BBC news, we're we're undertaking an earthquake on the mine in Indonesia. I couldn't. Sorry, I just couldn't improvise in that one moment. In that one moment. Damn, dude. All right. You know what? I'm sorry. I not I I I fell out of that and also um and also, I don't know, for some reason when I when I'm doing uh like uh English stereotypes, I can't think as fast. Maybe because this guy is so annoying sounding. Exactly. That th- this is like a buzzsaw. This is like the guy from ACDC. Another guy who I should I should really start learning ACDC songs. But it's this guy sounds like a buzzsaw. Yeah, that's cool though. Honestly, imagine like you just were in an earthquake where scores were killed and hundreds were injured. And some guy who sounds like this is yelling about it. That would be that would be rough, dude. Scores. Scores. How many? Okay. Here. Okay, smart. Everybody smart guy. How many is scores then? Scores. Honestly, I'll be honest. I thought of that strip club in the city, scores. I was like, Java Quake kills scores. Like it got its nuts off. Like it got it like it came and then injured hundreds. Like this fucking earthquake. Fucking went first. It stopped to get coffee, then it just kill. It killed people, scores of them, and it also scored. Got its dick sucked, fucking whole nine yards, and then injured hundreds as it stumbled out of this fucking insane day. And I guess like maybe the energy of an earthquake is exactly that. Maybe a quake is just like. Like is is like the way a human will like rumble through like the entire spectrum of living, right? Yeah, that's profound. Anyway, I think that the um, I think the Earth. I just want to say that the Earth was really racist for this one. Why did the Earth target Indonesian people of Java? That's like, um, it's anti-Semitic. I think it's also, um, what the fuck is it called? It's also sexist, also racist. It's racist, is what I'm saying. The Earth is racist for doing that. Um, you know what I mean? Like, and if it was up to me, I think that the earthquake should have targeted maybe more white people. You know, maybe. 
I don't know. I'm just like trying to be equality or something, right? That's the most important thing. And that's the most and that's going to be the most important thing I said on this podcast. All right, cool. So now, let's go back. I think we I think we rocked that, right? I think we handled I think we handled Indonesia. You got handled. All right, cool. The next one is we're st- Oh, we're still recording. Yeah. Oh, we're still recording. Don't worry about that, everybody. Um step toward justice. COP27 ends with pledge from rich nations to fund poorer ones for climate. Countries agree on loss and damage fund at COP27. All right. Looks like since climate change is like going on, I think there's this thing called COP. Um, COP27. It's um. It's I guess like it's a thing for climate change, but it's but it's the people who it's the United Nations Climate Change Conference, and it was in Egypt, and it was this month, the month of November, or some people like to call it Movember, which is a mustache holiday. All right, so anyway, there was this thing called. Um, COP27 and they were meeting about trying to do something for I guess climate change like trying to say what could we do like maybe is there a way we could like tell it to go away or something like that so the guy the climate but the UN climate boss he settled for no cuts on emissions which does that mean that they're just going to not they they like looked at all the facts and they were like you know what we're just going to keep living as we're living which honestly that's hilarious that guy rules bro that is a fucking sick can you imagine just being like yeah you know what honestly i think that we're good i think that we're totally good we're not going to we're considering nothing we're not going to do anything we looked at the facts and we're just like nah bro we are only going to like if we're lucky, we'll live to like 80, 90 years. What the fuck are we really going to do about it? I mean, like, I mean, everyone's individual life. I don't mean like we as a species. They're just like, who cares, man? I'm going to be dead long before any of the shit hits the fan. So whatever, dude, like it's it's livable now. And I think that's pretty cool. That's a pretty hilarious move. Um, I don't know. Like, I guess as a kid, I was really idealistic and somewhat utopian. I thought that... Um, I thought that somehow at some point somebody was going to do something about the environment. As a little kid, I was like really into nature and shit. And then I forgot about it in my teens. And then when I got to be like 21, I checked back in to see if anybody stopped being like stopped like uh, like if our society turned it around. And I was like and I found out that it was like, no, no, they nothing of the sort. It was just like that was just they st- humans stopped and noticed for a second but just kept going and then um yeah i don't know i guess like it stuck with me my whole life i've always been like oh wait but did they start did like society all of a sudden start to turning around but um i guess maybe in a weird way i have like an element of faith when it comes to hoping that 
the environment would be saved. And I guess maybe it's like my love of animals, too. I mean, say what you want about the total, uh, like, falling apart of grading animals, but you, you will admit that I do love animals, right? You at least know that. When the, when the final word is said about grading animals, they can never take away that I loved animals. And I really do. I really do love animals. Um, yes, absolutely. Um, but I just, I'm just like, uh, now I only talk about guitars. That's my main thing. I only talk about guitars because I'm transitioning into being a cover musician artist. Right now, here's what the song repertoire looks like. Um, I've been doing, um, my, my, my hit song, the only song I can really cover really, really good right now is By Your Side by Sade. I rock at that song. And if you need me to play that song somewhere, just fucking sign me up. I will play a gig. I'll play a gig of that song. And if everyone sings along, if everyone in the room sings along to somebody else and just uses my guitar as like a backup, I will do Ain't No Mountain High Enough and I want everyone to sing along. Those are my two songs for my cover band. And the second part, the the sing along is it's a must it's a it's a ha, it's a deal breaker. Like I will not play unless everyone's going to sing along with Ain't No Mountain High Enough and go crazy. And like ironically sing it with their friends or whatever, but like the room has to be filled with everybody going nuts for that. And I will play a two song concert. So right now those are the two songs, and I'm thinking of adding the song Sea of Love by The National, but here's the problem. As much as I love indie songs, a lot of people have not heard of indie songs, and then the, then the vibe of this covers show becomes too self-indulgent. So here's what, I'm, here's what I would like to accomplish with this idea. I want to accomplish, like sort of the joy of like what an On the Might of Princes show was like, which was a band from Long Island who had original songs, but like at the time, all the kids would sing along and it was incredible. But what I want to do is I want to pair that like harmony with songs that we actually somehow can collectively all love. And I'm sorry, The National, but your songs don't make the cut, I don't think. They're too not known enough. Maybe if like the person, the people who were ordering the um, the covers show, if they put it on the list, then I'd learn it. But this is my theory. I want to basically make it like a crazy sing-along thing where we're just jamming out to old music in the same way like you'd put on a stereo and play the song. But this is, has this fun like live music edge. Wow, I can't even believe I I was I I literally started that ironically and then I exposed my passion for the idea. <laughs> but that being said, I did just buy a Rickenbacker guitar, a Rickenbacker 325C64, I might add. Um and I was this close to buying a Fender Blues Junior tube amp. And this thing sounds incredible. I can't believe I listen that the thing is, it is it is a great amp. It's beautiful sounding. It sounds like twinkling crystals. It's amazing. So 
I'm very excited about it. Uh, so anyway, so that's so that's what's going on. You know what? Honestly, I just got a great idea. I think I, I got a great fucking idea. Guys, we're going to do a thing. The World According to Caps and Google News is going to do a thing. What we're going to do is we're going to go into the search topics on Google News and we're going to put in Rickenbacker 325C64 and see what comes up in the news. All right? What's the latest news? What does Google News have to say about the Rickenbacker 325C64? Well, Google News has nothing to say about it. There have never been an article about that guitar. And I think that's a shame. All right. I thought that was going to be I thought that was going to be better. I thought that Google News has stuff about everything, but apparently I I stumped Google News just now and they they knew nothing of the Rickenbacker 325C64. Um but anyways, yup, dude, that's the guitar I got. I did get that for $2,000. Anyways, let's just um, hit that applause button. Right. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. And also, I mean, I also obviously, you know me, I, I financed half of it. So I, it was only 1000 down, you know? I, I don't need to hit the buzzer for myself. I feel proud of it, you know? I mean, even, I think also this bit is a little corny. But you know what? You pick things up, you play with it, you put it down. That's the whole idea of this show. Like I said at the beginning, I don't know what I'm, I'm doing from moment to moment. So that's the novelty of this train wreck. So anyways, what, what do we do? I guess let's, um, let's go back. We can, we can go back. What have we learned? Let's recap. Um, I talked about that guitar thing again. We talked about the news. It's, the news is filled with horrible shit. What do you want? Like, what? I'm, I'm just going to make fun of it. I'm going to say some dumb things, right? So we did that. And then I, what, I went back to the fucking music gimmick idea. Oh, the union thing was fun. The union thing was fun. I did like that movie, The Irishman, you know? Anyways. What is the, what, what else do we got here? What else do we got here tonight? Um, I'll just say that today's Google Zoodle is, I don't know, some fucking Mary Thorpe. Was she a watercolor artist? Oh, no, she was a, a map maker. Yo, okay, so here's the thing. I'm just going to say, on, on Google.com today, I don't know if it's going to be there tomorrow, but right now there's this thing about this lady called um, Ma- Mary Tharp. And it looks pretty cool, but I want to say the watercolors that they use to make this, either digital or real, they look real, but they are beautiful. Like, this is gorgeous watercolor. Um, not all of it, I guess. Oh, no, most of it. I don't know. It's like a Google thing, so it's digital. But some of these illustrations are really great. Um, what's been going on in watercolor news? Thank you guys for asking. Um, no, I guess I haven't, been, I haven't been going out to do watercolor, but I have been teaching drawing every single day, which has been keeping me on my toes. I got to say, uh, in Real Caps news, I, do, I am having a good time teaching. 
Um, I think that it worked out and I think it's a good place for me. Uh, I don't know. Isn't that interesting? Like to be having fun at your job? I don't know. I've never really, I don't know. I don't think I even enjoyed teaching back when I taught when I was in my 20s, the way I am doing it now. I enjoy, I enjoy being at school more now. I think I have a little bit of like an even, um, I think I'm a little, a little bit more even at my job, or at least I'm holding my, um, like whatever's going on with me. Like I know I bitch about all types of shit on this podcast, but when I'm at work, I don't really think about that type of stuff, and I'm very much there and present. I feel like that's what's been fun. Also, getting to draw. Like at school, I'm known as like the expert of art and I'm constantly challenging myself to be in the moment good. So if like I draw something for a kid, it's my best work or whatever. Um, It's very practical. I like the idea of using my art in a practical sense where I'm like, uh, it's not like I'm making something. It's like I'm trying to improvise a fun moment with people in the, you know, as it happens, like, Drawing from my, drawing from my ability in the moment and solving whatever comes up. That's cool. So, anyways, suffice to say, these watercolors look really cute. They look really cool on this uh, ghoul thing today. And Mary Tharp, I never knew about Mary Tharp before. Apparently, she found like, like a hole in the ocean or something like that. And I don't know. She she discovered, and I think there was like a, a little bit of a controversy. There was a controversy because she found a very important hole in the ocean. And at first they were trying to say that she didn't do it. But now she built an underwater camera and she went and found all these worms and shit. And it was dope. And I think that she found the Ariana Trench. And um, yeah, so let's hear it for Mary Tharp. Because I did not know about this person, and that that just goes to show that you know this this website that we've been promoting today. In closing, Google really has come through for us, and I would not have known about uh, Marie Tharp. I know, guys. I know it's stupid. It is stupid. It is stupid. But um, here's what I got to say to everybody. Let me know. Uh, if you have any topics, and then I will talk about those. Or, I mean, I don't know. I feel like people have been enjoying the show. I think last episode was fun, right? Uh, I'm sorry I didn't have more British guy uh, today. But it's a roll of the dice, as you know. I mean, I, I don't really try to uh, plan anything. And again, that's why the show is so great. Um. But yeah, I guess we're coming in. We're we're coming in for a little bit of a rocky landing here. But it's been a lot of fun. So I told you guys about a bunch of stuff, and um, I will see you all next week. <laughs>